Pittsburgh Steelers fans, this is Behind the Steel Curtain Editor Dave Schofield coming at you again. It's not Tuesday. It's Monday. It's not a Tomlin Tuesday. It's a Tomlin Monday because the Steelers went ahead and decided to go ahead and have their final wrap-up the season uh, Mike Tomlin press conference on Monday this year. Um, it's been Tuesdays in years past. Actually, two years ago, it was bumped to Wednesday because the facility was closed for a COVID issue. That was That was 2020. That's what happened then but uh this was uh this was the last one this is the last time that we'll uh, hear from coach tomlin for a while i uh, usually don't hear from him again until the coaches meetings i think it or the the league meetings at some point um you know draft you know don't hear from him usually at the combine um I'm I'm so used to hearing from Coach Tomlin twice a week. This is this is kind of sad that it uh, that this is where we are now. But uh, you could kind of tell that that was the same deal with Coach Tomlin because uh, he comes out. You know, he says a typical good afternoon. Um, wanted to say how he wanted to he, he had wanted to show appreciation to the team to focus and perform um, in their game uh, on Sunday. Because there, you know, there's a lot of distractions. There's other things that are going on, but you still have to focus and take care of your business. The Steelers did a did the job of taking care of their business. They had their most uh, decisive victory from on from a, a score standpoint of the season. Um, that uh, that Coach Tomlin said about you know you about you got to control their run game, and sometimes by controlling their run game is done by. Um, being able to do the run game yourself, you know, control the clock and control possession, uh, get a lead, things of that nature was uh, really helped them to control the potent rushing attack of the Browns. Um, he says another thing is that they they took the ball away. That contributed to the win. He said they stayed after Watson. I noticed he didn't say that, you know, they, they finished him off because we know at, at times he was quite elusive from them, but they kept going after him. Um, although the Steelers did get home on seven sacks that they were officially credited for and one that was taken away by a bad penalty, but we won't talk about that anymore. Um, he said, but the, the, the problem is right now is that the season just comes to a screeching halt throughout, throughout the whole time with the, with the, with the, the press conference, coach Tomlin said, you know, I was expecting to, to come to work today to prepare for the next opponent. That's the mindset you have to be going into this and, until it's officially done. And, Unfortunately, now for the Steelers, it is officially done. Even though they did their part, finished up nine and eight, and um, and and won seven of their last nine uh, since the bye week. Um, the, and that's what he said. He he said, "I'm just I'm really not ready to do this type of press conference. It's it's you know raw, fresh. You know, normally he's coming in on Monday to to develop a game plan for the next opponent, and instead he's he's speaking to the press. Um, he says that that he will meet with the team at two o'clock, um, and then they'll start their exit process." You know, that's that'll be doing medicals, doing interviews with position coaches, with coordinators, with the head coach, all those things that the players will be doing to to finish up the the season for their exiting portion. Um to, and he said that Coach Tom says you have to be thorough in the exiting portion of everything if you're going to properly prepare for 2023. So that's a very thorough process that they're getting ready to go through. Um, he said one of the things to talk about, guys, is, you know, any injuries they have, any possible surgeries, you know, getting a plan of action for for those type of things that you're dealing with on an individual basis. Um, and he says that, you know, those exit interviews will all happen with the players before they happen with the staff. 
Now he said that, but for me, just to chime in a little bit on my own, that makes sense because you want you want your your position coaches and your coordinators to have those exit interviews uh, with with those players, and then as part of the the ending part of your staff's responsibility for the season before then you even talk to your staff and look at those things going forward. Um, and he says that they that uh, they will probably be slower than our peers is what Coach Thomas said about that. He says they're not worried about keeping up with the Joneses. And I think if you want to read between the lines with this one, you could say, all right, slower than our peers means that if the Steelers are going to make any kind of significant changes you know, to their coaching staff, that might not happen right away compared to when other places do it. You know, other other places already, you know, firing coordinators, firing head, head coaches, things of that nature. Don't look for the Steelers to be doing that right away because they don't rush this process. That is the way that I took it from Mike Tomlin. And that was all that he said to the media before the question and answer period. Wow. The question and answer period was quite lengthy. I will tell you, um, my notes on this first portion where he spoke was about two-thirds of the page. Um, my notes on the question and answer was about a page and a third. So we're going to go ahead and break because there's not really a better place to break, uh, but it's a little bit early, but we'll, then we'll get into the, a longer second half. Lots of good stuff. Um, some, some updates on players, coaches, things of that nature that came out in the question and answer portion. So make sure you don't miss that stick around because some of the, some of the biggest and best news is yet to come. And we are back, Pittsburgh Steelers fans. Let's roll into the real meat of this of this uh, press conference with Coach Tomlin of answering a lot of the questions. There was, I think, I highlighted almost every question. Sometimes I let some of the ones that they don't say much go. I, I there were a lot of questions, so uh, it, it, I might have had a couple slip through here or there that weren't as important, or I combined them into one statement. But. Um, but uh, Coach Tomlin, here we go. I'm going to do my best to, to uh, read my notes. Um, he, he was, they were talked about, you know, being able to run the ball the last two games, um, running, getting more rushing yards than your opponents, especially. I mean, my goodness, when you look at this, I'll probably break down some of these numbers more. But the Steelers were going up against two of the better rushing teams in the NFL the last two weeks, and the Steelers outrushed them both times. So Coach Tomlin says um, – um, if if you want to win against these teams late in the year, um, you've got to be able to minimize their rush. And as he said before, one of the better ways to minimize their rush is to maximize yours. Um, was asked about his a conservative approach um, to things, particularly offensively this season, and, and a lack of splash plays. Um, he's and Coach Tom says it's what you needed to do to engineer victory based on the team that you have. This is me. I'm I'm going to throwing throwing in my own interpretation of what Coach Tom said. Look at this team and early in the season. Look at what happened before the bye and after the bye. One of the biggest reasons that the Steelers were successful. People are going to say, "Oh, well, look at their opponents." No, regardless of their opponents, they wouldn't have been able to win the other games if it wasn't for the Steelers taking care of the football. The Steelers had a total of five turnovers through over their last nine games, and three of them came as Mitch Trubisky interceptions. Um, in one game, where 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 he came off the off the bench against the Ravens, look at that five turnovers. Kenny Pickett had one interception over the last nine games. He played eight of them. He didn't. Well, in essence, he played seven because he only played a few snaps against Baltimore. Uh, 
So y- you look at that. You had the Najee fumble in the game. Other than that, five. The Steelers had five turnovers in their last two games before the bye. Okay, so so look at that. In the two games leading up to the bye, the Steelers had five turnovers. In their nine games after the bye, they had five turnovers. I mean, my goodness, the Steelers had four turnovers alone against the Jets. Four alone against the Jets. So you look at that kind of thing, and you understand why maybe there was a little bit more of a conservative approach because the turnover aspect of everything was absolutely killing you in the first half, and it allowed you to get victories in the second half. Um, was asked about Matt Canada um, and his just overall thought thoughts of, of him and his future going forward. He says he thought Coach Holmes said he thought that Canada got better as the team got better, and he's not speculating anything at this time um, because to me, I think it's part of the reason you hold the press conference a day early is that things like that you could say, you know what, we still have to process that. Um, he was asked if Kenny Pickett's going to help with any coaching decision. Um, and Coach Tom says, I'm not, you know, divulging any of that information in this setting at all. So uh, a non-answer there. Uh, was asked about, you know, keeping old, keeping some of the older players that are, you know, coming up at the end of their contracts, um, or, or is this a place where, you know, you reface your roster? He says he's had zero conversations yet with, with, uh, with his front office guys about this. You know, he thought he was going to be prepared for a game this morning. Um, so they haven't had those conversations. They just don't have enough information yet. He did mention that some of them are more timely than others. For me, I look at somebody like a Cam Sutton um, who has void years on his contract, that if you don't get him under contract again, I think those void years kick in like two days after the Super Bowl. So the Steelers have some time there if they want to try to work something to where all those void years don't come due next year. They would be spread out over a new contract. We'll see how that all works out. I don't know if that's what he meant by that or not. I'm just giving um, an example. Was asked about the start of the season versus the finish. How much do you weigh each one of those when you're when you're evaluating players? He's like, you got to look at all of it. But I mean, also got to look. What, do you, what does Coach Tomlin want? Constantly say week after week after week, we got to get better. We got to get better. We got to keep growing. Well, obviously the Steelers got better and kept growing because they finished the season much stronger um, than they finished. Not just in the win loss column. You just look at so many of, of the other team statistics, and it was it was a huge difference first half of the season versus second half of the season. If you're looking at, at the bye week, is is where you split that. Um, was asked about. Um, you know, going into this year with quarterback certainty, you know, you know, what's, what's next um, with, with that? Cause he talked about quarterback uncertainty last year, kind of being excited about it, things of like that. So what do you do now that you have some quarterback certainty? He says growth. That's what's next growth was asked about the rookie class as a whole. He said they had increasingly significant roles and they got, and they got quality play from them. Um, so um, and that their offseason will be huge. That was a different question that was asked about their offseason. It's always huge coming out of their rookie year. Here's some big news. This was reported just before the press conference, confirmed by Coach Tomlin, was asked about Pat Freremuth and his knee injury. He says it's a it's a sprain, not requiring 
surgery. That is huge news for, for Pat Fryermuth. He can take all the time he, he needs right now to kind of rest it and rehab it, but not having to do surgery. That's, that's great news for the young tight end for the Steelers was asked about uh, Brian Flores and his, you know, was he utilizing game planning? He's like, of course it's significant throughout. And then he mentioned Pat Myers, you know, significant for his game planning with the offense um, was asked about, uh, Kenny Pickett being a franchise quarterback, Coach Tomlin just kind of scoffed it off. He's like, he's the starter. He's like, I'm not saddling him into that cliche. You know, what is a franchise quarterback? 32 teams think they have them, but are there really 32 franchise quarterbacks out there? The way I see it, what Coach Tomlin's saying, that's an ar arbitrary term. You know, like people talk about, this is me speaking now, WR1, oh, are they, are they a wide receiver one? Are they number one wide receiver? Technically, any receiver that's the best on their team is the number one wide receiver. It's all in how you define it. And we've come up with these arbitrary definitions of what makes a, a number one wide receiver that's really our, our own definitions in the making. And Coach Tomlin, he's just not getting into that. All right. He was asked about um, Devin Bush and his snaps over the last two games. And Coach Tomlin, you know, was that was that based on his play, this, that? And Coach Tomlin said it was game-specific related when it came to planning for these specific games. Was asked about the quarterback room outside of Kenny Pickett. He said, this is what he said, very simple. Mitch is under contract. Mason's a free agent. Boom. Ended it there. Um, was asked about the staff and everything. This is some other news that that was that, that came out, and then more, more of this information came out later, is that um, he said that uh, – when it came to the staff is that they did receive a request um, for someone to speak to Brian Flores. That's it. That it always saying right now. Um, he wouldn't say who it was. He did say that it was to, as a coordinator position. And then um, it was, it was reported afterwards that, um, that it's the Cleveland Browns that asked to speak to Flores about their defensive coordinator position. And it was reported by Jerry Dulac that the Steelers have granted that. Now, of course, you're going to grant these things. You don't want to be the team that has a hostage rather than a volunteer. Doesn't mean that the, that the person has to leave Pittsburgh. They can do with it what they want. But you have to be able to, to, to allow someone to, to move up. To a, to a higher position than what they're currently in with you. That's just the right thing to do. Um, although, and the, for those of you wondering about, oh, a draft compensation, none of that, regardless of what position he'd be hired for, matters if he's not with the Steelers for two years. So Brian Flores, would, um, if he moves on after the Steelers, um, I, I, you know, after this season from the Steelers, uh, there wouldn't be any of those of – the possible uh, compensation because he would have to be at the, the Steelers another year. Um, was asked about um, George Pickens, and he's like, he progressed like rookies progressed. And he talked about some of the other noise that are things associated with him that was that, that before the draft that, that they thought, you know, preconceived notions that people had about him. He says he rose above all of that. That wasn't a concern of ours. That And Coach Tom said that's frankly what sometimes I would see to, to be agitated by being asked about those things. He says he's a quality young man. Um, was asked about um, um, uh, strength that um, – um, so that's what it is. Were there any other positions outside the quarterback that you think that you're really strong at going into next year? Coach Tom says, I'm not getting into that. Um, was asked about Najee Harris. Um, he's, uh, he's about his missed time early on versus how he finished. Coach Tom acknowledged that the that, that the the missed time, you know, kind of 
kind of got him where he had to get on a moving train at the beginning of the season, didn't get to play in the preseason, things of that nature, that it did slow him down. And he said he got better each passing day. Was asked about William Jackson III. And Coach Thompson says, I don't have a lot of detail. We mentioned him being like at one practice. But Jackson returned to practice this past week, but I don't know if it was really in any kind of serious capacity based on Coach Tomlin's um, uh, comments. Was asked about Cam Hayward's comments after the game about, you know, you know, see where things lie for next year. Cam Hayward's still under contract for two years, but uh, he's got a really big cap number for those years. Um, but Cam, but Coach Tomlin said, um, this is who he is. He's like, he puts his name on his, you know, on his helmet and tape at, uh, at training camp. Cam doesn't take any of this for granted. He doesn't take anything for granted that he's the guy next year or this is going to be, you know, handed to him in any way. That's not who Cam Hayward is. That's Cam being Cam responding in that way. And that's also partially what makes him great. Um, he was asked about Najee's leadership. Um, he just says, you know, it, it speaks that he was elected a captain and that was something that he really grew into this year um, as the season went on. Uh, was asked about Deontay Johnson responding to adversity. He just said about, Deontay, you know, Deontay Johnson, you know, he got better as the year went on. Didn't really say much about that. Was asked about Pat, uh, Pat Meyer as the as the offensive line coach, he says he's a good communicator and teacher. Uh, you could tell by the offensive line that that uh, that Pat Meyer did seem to be a teacher of things because uh, how they were able to grow as the season went on. And Coach Tomlin spoke to, hey, these same five guys started every game. Um, that that's a that's huge for a coach to be able to uh, to work with something like that. Um, let's see. Um, was asked about. Um, um, coordinator um, evaluation with young players. Uh, yes, meaning that how do you evaluate a coordinator when they're dealing with a lot of young uh, young players that that they're having to 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 get into the mix to do these things? I mean, they didn't say Matt Canada. They're talking about Matt Canada in this question, um, and they're like, "Does this get tricky?" And Coach Tom says, "I'm I'm I'm paid to do tricky." In other words, that's what he's supposed to be able to assess. Um, what about his feeling this year versus last year? Um, at this time, Coach Tom says, I'm just starting this process. Um, I'll have to, you know, kind of reflect on that later. Was asked about the, um, the, the what's the benefit of turning things around mid-year um, that, that you can use to build on for next year. He's like, with a lot of these guys, the lesson is don't put yourself in that situation to start the year. Don't put yourself in a situation that you have to be nearly perfect in order to have a chance to to, to qualify, and and that uh, I think that's a really good way to put it. Um, was um, the and but also said when it comes to looking at how they're building building off this year with players, he says we're going to do this individually. We're going to look at it individually um, when it when it comes to you know how you build off of you know, the finish of the year going into next year. Whew, yes, there is still more. I'm still going. Okay. Was asked about um, Chris Boswell having a down year. And Coach Tom says, you know, we acknowledge that the ball didn't go through the upright as much as we wanted. That's kind of a good way to put it. I don't think he has long-term concerns with Boswell, but you have to acknowledge that, you know, it, it wasn't his best season. Was asked about the whole thing with the no losing seasons. You know, how does he feel about it versus the players? Um, he's coached Tom and, you know, acknowledged and appreciated that it was more important to the players um, than it was to him. Coach Tomlin, it's not about winning seasons. He wants 
He wants to keep playing. He wants, as he said, he wants in that single elimination tournament. And that was his goal, and the Steelers did not reach that goal. Um, was asked, here's the, 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 some pretty pretty two interesting questions here to finish it up, the last two. Was asked of if he would change about or anything of when Kenny Pickett started. In during the season, and Coach Thomas says this is a process. You know, he starts out as number three. He works up to number two. He works through the preseason. He's like, um, the, but the preseason is not the same as the regular season. You've got to get him some experience with everything in in stadium. Um, he says he's got no regrets to the process at this time, but he might feel different about it as he as he reflects on the season more as they go through this process. Um, as a staff, as a. Uh, as the front office and, and, and everything else. Um, to me, this is something I'll probably address later on this week in an article. Uh, yeah. You could say, man, if only they would have started Kenny Pickett sooner. Did, did the Steelers manage this in a way that, you know, kind of kept Kenny Pickett from hitting a rookie wall. You know, you, you've got to remember that as well. Would Kenny Pickett, would he have been, you know, putting in the performances here at the end against the Raiders, against the Ravens, what he did at the end of those games, what they were able to do against the Browns, if these games were four games sooner. You know, would have, could have, should have. Well, I guess we'll never know. What, you know, how long, if the Steelers would have gone on a playoff run, how long would Kenny Pickett been able to go if, if there was any kind of rookie wall to be hit? Maybe he doesn't hit one. But bottom line is he didn't, and that worked out the way it did. Um, so um, the last question. And I'll give you his exact answer because it was a short one. Coach Tomlin was asked if he has the same fire now as he had in previous years. Coach Tormund said, Coach Tomlin said, more so, increasingly so. That's how Coach Tomlin feels about this, that uh, his fire is building. It's not dwindling. So that gave you some really good in insight into how Coach Tomlin feels about things moving forward. Speaking of moving forward. We, are, we will not have another Mike Tomlin press conference until Mike Tomlin has a press conference. We can't do the podcast unless he actually has one. We're not looking for anything uh, to be said. If it is, it's probably not for a great reason, uh, or it could be for an, a super great, fantastic reason. It's, it's, it's going to be unexpected if it's anytime soon to hear from co head coach Mike Tomlin. So this was me coming in on my last Tomlin Tuesday of the season, even though it's on a Monday. Um, you know, this was, this was number, well, if you look back into the preseason, how they did those, I don't know exactly. There was, there wasn't one during the, the bye week but they rolled into the next week. Uh, there was a lot. These were a lot of these were, you know, 20 or so, um, depending on how they did them with the preseason that, that we've done. It's kind of sad that these take a break for a while. But uh, it's got to be. Ex I'm excited. Some I know some people were still down. I was, I was kind of uh, disappointed to see. You know, in response to some of our podcasts, how many people were still down? Oh, nine and eight isn't good enough. Blah blah blah. My thing is, so many people felt when the Steelers were two and six that that's just who they were. That's what I believe too. That's who this team is. This is where they are right now. All you can do now is say, we've got to get better, whether it was over the second half of the season, whether it's in 2023, whether it's in 2024. All these things are about getting better. So for the Steelers to get better, was the season as a whole good enough? No, they didn't qualify for the postseason.
Was the second half of the season good enough? I'd say it's good enough. I'm not blaming two losses in the second half of the season to teams that went to the playoffs on the Steelers not making it. To me, it's the how the Steelers started and everything. And you look at some of those games. Look at those games against New England, the Jets, the Dolphins. If you could play those games now, how much would the Steelers love to have those games over? Not even played then, but played now versus how they are, whether it was how those teams were then or how those teams were now. I mean, the Steelers are, I mean, if you want to talk power rankings, everything else, they are much, in much better shape than those three teams are now at this point of the season than they were when they played them. But your schedule is what it is. You got to play teams at certain times. Um, and, and, and sometimes you get an advantage from that. Sometimes you get a disadvantage from that, you know, teams, teams earlier in the season that got to play the Steelers without TJ Watt, they had an advantage. They had an advantage. If you want to compare, I mean, my, my, my goodness, just, just look at, uh, um, if you want to compare, let's say a team on the cusp of the playoffs, if you want to compare, let's say, let's say the, the dolphins to the second matchup with the Browns, or even you want to say the Panthers, they were on the cusp of the playoffs. If they would have beat the, 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 the Buccaneers in week 17, it would have been them that you would have been talking about being in the playoffs. Look at, Look at them having to play the Steelers when they did versus a team fighting for the playoffs like the Dolphins that got to play them when they did, when you know Kenny Pickett was still finding his way and still turning the ball over, um, not coming through with big drives at the end of games, uh, not having T.J. Watt. So those other teams, they had some of them had advantages and disadvantages based on when they played the Steelers, let alone what the Steelers did based on when they played other people. So to me, I'm excited about going into the off, this offseason. I felt that the Steelers really were a team on the rise. They were a team, I feel, that are they better than than some of the teams that made the playoffs? Yes, especially in the AFC. I feel that the Steelers right now are a better team than both the Dolphins and the Ravens. Don't really know about the Chargers. Hard to compare. Haven't seen them play much. We'll see what happens in the playoffs. But I feel right now that the Steelers are a better team than those two teams. Those two teams just so ha- just so happened to win games early in the season to put them in a position that when, even though the Steelers were playing better at the end of the year, they could still squeeze in because they put, set themselves up better. That's what the Steelers have to focus on for next year. I'm sorry I've gone off on a little bit of my soapbox, but part of this is my me, me saying goodbye to Mike Tomlin Tuesdays is kind of summing up um, saying goodbye to the season. So, uh, But just because this podcast is gone, this is one of the few that, that goes away. Obviously, we are not having a Mike Tomlin you know, post-game press conference. We won't have the same um, post-game show, but we will have something else in its place. Other than that, your podcasts are going to be coming to you the same from Behind the Steel Curtain. And your content at Behind the Steel Curtain, it just shifts into off-season content. We're still breaking down the last game. We're looking as at, at looking at things going forward now. A lot of good stuff to, to look at still. Please. Steelers fans that are here listening to us, don't go away because it's the offseason. We're going to have a lot of fun throughout the offseason. I understand maybe you need a break. That's fine. But we will be here for you to have, for to listen, to read all those things as we go forward. So thank you very much. And I have to say to close out, put a bow on the 2022 Pittsburgh Steelers season. Go Steelers. Steelers.